All right. Final regular season Leafs talk of this of the year. Not final Leafs game. Final Leafs talk, okay? That's the way it goes. This is why they play the games, to let the fellows in on this. What's up, Sammy? How are we feeling today, buddy? This was uh, electrifying Leafs game tonight on the yeah. edge of my seat. And by on the edge of my seat, I meant almost rolling off the couch because I was asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't have listen, a lot. I don't want. I don't want to bury the lead. It it really sucks. Martyr didn't get hundred points. Hundred percent. Thought the exact. Yeah. Thought the exact same thing. And uh, listen, man. I, I we do this for a living now. Yeah. I don't care the same way about a lot of things as I cared about growing up. I felt for yeah. Mitch Martyr tonight. He had a spectacular season. And good for him for putting team first and sitting games like in the last one where he decided, yep, it's a back-to-back. I'll do what's right for the team. I won't put myself before it. But you could feel in those final shifts of the game. Basically, when the Rangers went up 2-1, every shift the top line had after that was, we are trying to win the Stanley Cup. In the line. <laughs> and our Stanley Cup is any touch for Mitch Marner. And yeah. we're going to try to give it to him. Dude, they were desperately trying. Even some of the clears on the penalty kill, you could tell that like when it wasn't on his stick, guys in their own zone, like the TJ Brodies of the world were like, where is he? Justin yeah. Hall was like, where, where is he? He fired one at his throat there. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> let us deflection happen off you full ice deflection. Here's what I will say, though. There's a couple things. One is, okay, right. he doesn't get it. It is a bummer to sit on 99 again, especially yeah. given that, to me, I, I want to you know kind of tie up this final episode with what was the story of the season to you, yeah. and frankly, to me, it was Mitch Marner. Like the goaltending was the thing that we talked about the most, no doubt about it. Like if we had hours logged of what Leaf Nation has been talking about this year, it's been goaltending, it's been pairings, it's been this, it's been that. But to me, he hit a different gear. He's always been a great player. Um, he has always been, I should say, a great regular season player. He's had his obviously drop offs in the playoffs, but. If there's one thing about his game this year, and I'll look foolish if this ends up happening, but I, I think he's unlocked a different level of confidence. I think he understands his place in the league now. I think he understands his place with this team. And that's why I was just a little disappointed he didn't get it. Because I just felt like this this was Marner's year. This was Marner's year as a Leaf. And it would have been nice to, to tie it in a bow and be like, yeah, the Marner 100-point season. You know, Marner's first 100-point yeah. season. And it sucked, too, because everybody else got their like milestone yeah. tonight. Uh, Nealander gets, gets 40, Achari gets to 100. Yeah. Everybody's whooping it up for, for Nylander. And I want to talk about Nylander in a second, but I'll just stick with, we'll stick with Marner. I, I'm just upset that he didn't get it because it's a 100-point season. And you talk about the story of the season. Outside of that start of the year where we were – I remember that Leafs talk the night they lost to the yeah. uh, Anaheim Ducks – like 20,000 people ended up watching that show because it was just like the season was crashing and burning. Yeah, Seven we games, eight games. People this love like, the crash and burn content. They, they like a chunk of meat. And yeah. I think outside of that, oh, it, was a it was a pretty drama-free season. Like there was a lot of coasting. I don't think they lost more than three in a row outside of that trip to out to uh, the West Coast is California. So as what we do for a living, you try to find storylines, you try to find drama, you try to find all this stuff, right? I think that the, the goaltending was the easiest thing to talk about. And I don't want to say Marner got overlooked because we talked about him all the time. You talk, But you just came to expect it from him. And there was how many games this year where he went without a point? Like tonight, was that his 
fourth game, fifth game all year without a point. Like it was barely any. So his remarkable consistency on effort that he gave you in all three zones all year. It's just an incredible year that deserved to be a hundred point year. He doesn't get it. It's 99. Uh, I think if you look back on it, that game, they sat him against the Red Wings on cookie night, terrible Red Wings. That's the one that will probably stick in a lot of people's craws, including maybe uh, Nick Kiprios when we do a real Kipper and Born tomorrow. So we'll see. But I, I'm really happy that Marner had such a phenomenal year, but I am upset that he didn't get 100 tonight, bud. Yeah, uh, the only thing I will say to you as a counter is you can't have it both ways. Where Marner sits. No, you got to rest him. No, like I, I'm. I, listen, I are ultimately. I just thought the guy deserved it. He's been excellent all year. He's been a more, much more mature player, taking the lead, like much more vocal on the ice. You can see him, the confidence, like you said. So, I mean, we don't have to spend too much time on it, but it's just he deserved a hundred. Here's what I'll say to mm-hmm. Mitch Marner: Yeah, not getting the hundred sucks. You yep. can still make this season about you, buddy, with some playoff wins. Like, yep. Absolutely. You can still, hey, you want to get your 100th point? Have it be in game one against the Tampa Bay Lightning, the first point of the series, and have everyone no go, question. there's the 100th point, right? Like That's what people, as much as when you talk about this series or the season being drama, so tomorrow on my podcast, mm-hmm. I'm going to do most meaningful takeaways from the Leafs' regular season. I'm trying to okay. think of like some cute branding for it, like, most meaningful things from a meaningless season, right? Oh, With that's pretty. Her. That's pretty good. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's all right, right? It's cute. <laughs> Make Not it cute. bad. Guess Make what? It. It'll it'll play, pal. It'll play. <laughs> and uh, it just everything from this year is essentially going to be forgotten based on what happens in the next two weeks, right? Bingo. Like, you think anybody's going to give a crap about? Who had what goals and individual mile markers if they get beaten? Uh, 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 no chance. If they win that series, it's just going to change everything for everyone. If they win a series, they win two series, all of a sudden it's going to become, man, Marner did sacrifice for the team. Man, Marner did take a step. Man, that was the Marner season. Like, yep. As much as that we care about that round number, I think it actually should serve as a good reminder for them. Like, If I'm Keith going in that room, that's the way I'm portraying this. Is like, hey, you didn't get it. That sucks, but you shouldn't really care because we're just not a regular season team anymore. Like all that yeah. stuff is pretty irrelevant. So yeah. gear up and make your story now. This is yep. your time to do it. God, I'm ready to run through a brick wall after that, pal. That was a pretty uh, that was a pretty good speech. I just will like say quick, quick, quickly yeah. that pass that Keandre Miller knocked down and he just had a <laughs> wide open breakaway. Like I was such a great play and the other ones were good too. Like Fox made yeah. a couple good plays on like ones that were heading towards the net. So Dude, I so think they really chances. didn't want him to get it. Like, I do too. I, I knew. They, yeah, they knew and they dialed in with it. Like, yeah, which I respect no, the hell out of. Yeah, there was no lackadaisical moment for those guys. They didn't have a slip up. Like, I kind of thought they would, right? I, th- Dude, if yeah. you would have told me freeze time, Marner's going to be on the ice for essentially three minutes with an empty net. What it's are the odds? Man. Oh, my God. I would have taken every dollar I had and put it on Marner getting a point for those yeah. last three minutes because I thought the Rangers are going to check out. Like, what are they playing for? They don't care if they tie this game. In fact, I'm sure there's a guy or two on the bench going like, we're good. <laughs> you know, like, we're, I don't need five more three but, on three. But <laughs> you're telling me that that attention to detail didn't yeah. have anything to do with them going, don't let this little rat have it, you know, which I like. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I like that, you know. So, I, can, can I give you my somewhat mild to warm William Nylander take now? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, 
I wouldn't say it's it's hard to have any really hard hot takes out of this game. It was such a crappy game, and no one was trying for the majority of it. It was a it was a real no hitter. Outside of Luke Shen throwing two hits, and I was like, hey man, Truba's on their team, so maybe don't like engage physically at all and before the playoffs, so that he doesn't like feel inspired. But you imagine uh, the yard sailed somebody. No, I know that's what. But like when Luke Shen nailed somebody along the bench, I was like, Luke, just. I'm part of the troops, but just just chill Dude, out. You're he's not part throw, of the always he's throwing his, He throws his knee out on Lafreniere. I'm like, you're, oh, my God. You didn't go one show without criticizing Luke again. But okay, yeah, no, you're part of the troops for sure. Okay. No, no okay. about so Willie, wow. though, Willie, yeah. though, like, that's what it can look like. Eh? Like the cookie monster out in full force puts up his most dominant 40 minutes, maybe 60 minutes he's played all year when he's chasing 40. Like, can we see that for the last month? You know, yeah. like, oh. is that too much to ask? No, I, I again, you he got, was unbelievable tonight. He was like really good, dude. Like the best, maybe the best game he played all year. I know they're not trying, oh, so it's kind of, but like, he was so good, dude. He was yeah. so good. He was incredible, but also, yes. like, uh, my Nylander thought was, what would the world be like if everyone was in the Nylander is going to coast, but is forty goal? Like, he'd be. Gretzky, <laughs> if everyone oh, yeah. had to get like a little sedated in an injury game, this is, he's going like, you guys are doing, you're on the level that I love. He's, he's getting 93, <laughs> he's getting 93 in a season. He's yes. setting the single season record 100%. I, 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 I have a really tough time looking at any part of Nylander's season and being overly critical considering the circumstances. Uh, when they the last month, to, I would criticize him for. Last I month, he did not tear it up, yeah. but whatever man he had 36 goals going into the last month of the season for a long time he was the leading goal scorer on a team that had austin matthews on it it was a conversation for mvp for the first half of the year that's that's what i'm saying is he was overall really consistent i think that he's just he's completely changed the dynamic of hey can you play him with certain players him and tavares of course had a bit of a dip this year but you can play him with matthews and he's brilliant you can play him with tavares he's brilliant I think that you can give him time. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't say brilliant with Tavares. You can put him down with Kelly Yarncrock on a third line where they did try that experiment a couple of times and he found it with other guys. To me, it's just he's a bona fide elevator no matter who he essentially plays with. Mm-hmm. He is a star in the game. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not uh, like. And he, got, and he got horned up to uh, munch on some cookies tonight. Yeah, which is totally fine. But I. He was, I, the, he was, the, he was the guy looking for all star game MVP I mean, out there. Let's just say that. <laughs> but but every guy ever has cared about those stats. Like that's a, like there's never been a time where people haven't wanted those round I'm numbers. Just, I said I said it was mild to warm. It just stuck out to me. There weren't many things that stuck out to me in this game, yeah. and that was one of them. His way over the top compete level to get a goal, and when yeah. it's like I haven't seen that for a long stretch of time. So it yeah. was I'm drawing a, a parallel here, putting one and two together. I'm like, oh wow. You know, yeah. it's still in there. So maybe once I, the playoff starts, that's what we'll see again. I think he's going to be dominant come playoff time again. He's going to so. be an absolute force for him and one of their best yeah. players like he has been year over year Absolutely. in the playoffs. Anyway, I just, uh, I'm fully in Nylander. If you were telling me, hey, who are the three guys that had the best three seasons this year? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, that's a tough one because I would say that, yeah, best three seasons this year, I would actually say it's tough because of the games played element of this, but I would go Marner one, Nylander two, Samsonov three. Yeah, Marner won. Yeah, pro- that's probably the right c- correct order. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. It's hard to quibble with that order. 
Yeah, I know. It's weird to say that a 40 goal scorer wasn't in the top three guys, but I'm sorry if it were grading on a curve or on like what you've done before with Matthews. Yeah. This isn't an all time yeah. Matthews season. No. It's a it's the best season for those other three guys. Anyway, the only other couple things that stuck out for me was um uh <sighs> I don't know what to like. I don't really have a big thought on Joe Wall tonight. He made some really spectacular saves early. He was a little spooky there at the end, even though he was making some big saves. He's such an athlete, but it was just a reminder that, like, yeah, boy, oh boy, they're just screwed if Samsonov doesn't work out in the playoffs. Like, it just really does you feel think? that way. What? I, yeah. I, I thought I, I wouldn't say screwed. I think yeah. he's capable. Like, I think he could, I think he might be able to win one or two games with him in net. I'm not saying you're going to go on a run to the cup with him, mm-hmm. but like, I think if you're in a push in a pinch, you could get him in there and he might be all right, but I really like um, him. I, I just, yeah, I too. really like wall. And I think that there's real goalie of the future potential there. Maybe again, sometimes you're putting, I say this all the time. Sometimes you put your own anxieties of a viewer onto the guy, mm-hmm. but I just know how I felt when they were protecting that one goal lead with the power play. And I felt like, yeah, shaky, like something bad was going to happen. Like some puck was going to go in the net. And, you know, he made a couple of, like, really nice saves before the kicked-in goal, but also the puck did find a way to get loose. And, yeah, just it, it left me with a feeling of that. Like, that would happen that, with a younger guy in that. That's a great save right really there great. that we just showed that there. Save, that save was the save of the game, and I was like, yeah. God damn, that was a, just a brilliant one. Anyway, he makes some spectacular ones. I'm super high on the guy. But, yeah, just was a, a reminder of me of not getting too crazy with the – like, Samsonov is going to determine these things. Like, that's of the course. guy that feels so Samsonov is going to play – every game unless he gets hurt yeah like we're not uh, we're not we're not doing samsonov two games or a bad game that they're going to scott darling or philip grubauer here like it's yeah. gonna be it's like jack campbell last year with uh mrazic on, or who not mrazic on the bench was it who was the backup last year mrazic yeah campbell that- mrazic right no yeah, but- it wouldn't have been I don't know who was the backup for. Playoffs. I can't. Uh, okay it's not least talk 2022 it's least talk 2023 we'll power on let's plow through that I don't know. I'm mad that you brought that up because now I'm like, yeah. what, Morazic? I'm like, I assume it was. It had to be. It had to be yeah. Morazic, but maybe it wasn't. It was, maybe it was just Michael Hutchinson. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when in doubt, Hutch. It was Hutch. Yeah, it was probably Hutch. Uh, okay, rapid fire time for me. Yeah. Um, let's yeah. start with this one. Game one is Nizen. No. Okay, no. he is for me. No question. He didn't. He, he listen. I thought he had a couple good shifts tonight, where yeah. that he made that really great power move to the front of the net. Where he had a couple good sort of uh, digs below the goal line or whatever, but for me it's just I don't think game one. You've preached this defensive responsible bottom six all year. You've def- you finally developed one. You finally established it. So unless you're taking out like a, I, there's just no one to me that's going to come out for first game. They get they lose game one or whatever. I think I think he gets in after first loss in the in the first round. That's what I've I think happens. I've heard you guys talking about this in terms of how aggressive do you want to be and blah, 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 blah. I just, to me, it's like the guy got put on power play one. Yeah, sure. It's a meaningless game. The guy got to get shifts with Marner and Matthews. Sure. Whatever. It's a meaningless game. There's nobody in the bottom six that would like routinely get those opportunities. Like, especially the two guys that are on the bubble, like that wouldn't really be happening for them. To me, it's just a situation where, listen, put your best foot forward, put your ice, your best team. And to me, he's not. 13th best forward right now he's just not and so i think if your mentality is well we'll play him after a loss you're already yeah. kind of going into that with a bit of a loser mentality i like i'm not going to crucify the least they decide to do it i think they're good enough to beat tampa either way i really do like Same. Um, yeah i i just i don't think matthew nyes or zach aston reese or sam lafferty is going to be the ultimate <laughs> crucible 
when it comes to there's what, four guys that really matter here. Yeah, ex- bingo. But I'm just saying that if you're telling me, hey, give me the best 12 forwards in the Leafs, these three games, I, I have to put him in that group. And this is my only caveat to this. This is my only mm-hmm. worry and why I would maybe still kind of go back and forth on it. These three games, nobody has cared about anything other than getting points. And he's coming yes. off of a college championship, playing high-intensity games, the most meaningful games of his career, and then going into, oh, my God, I got to be a professional hockey player. And so maybe some of that like intensity and jump is giving him a little bit of a boost where all of a sudden you put him into a Tampa series. He's got to make a play under duress. And I go, oh, boy, those whoopsies are not like, oh, whatever. It's against the Rangers in a nothing game. It's like, oh, my God, you actually did break their back. So that that's the case against. I would just say that from a skill. That's my my exact that's my exact worry is that like that's but Borny was talking about it yesterday about playing to win versus playing to lose. That's it. You know, like he's and it's he's a play to not playing not play to lose. That's not what I'm trying to say here. I'm playing tired. Not I'm saying, play, playing not to lose. Yeah. Playing to win. And it's such a hard one because it, it, he has looked good and they obviously adore him with all the stuff that they've all the hoops they've jumped through in the last week to get him on the roster and get him here. But like I said, off the top of this conversation, you've just done so much work to you know establish that fourth line that third line have those guys in the bottom six humming have this defensively responsible group and you you talk about it all year and then immediately just yeah. like off the back of three let, let's go as far as to say you know above marginal games for matthew nice like impressive but not earth shattering games for matthew nice that you immediately completely flip the identity of the bottom half of your roster and put them in there because it's like a quick, sexy move to me. It's just, saying, I, I just like, want to say something to you though, quick. Yeah. I, there was three guys actually. Well, I also asked Bourne, but I texted three former NHLers who were watching Leafs tonight. And I asked them, tell me that he's not one of the best 12 forwards on the team. Probably all is, them, but it's not about that. All of them came back and said, he absolutely is. And if you're going to talk about like, Hey, the reps of the bottom six and what they've done and all this stuff. It's like, of course, he's Riley, but I'm just saying like Ryan O'Reilly played how many games in the bottom six? Like he was playing with the top six and he bumped them down. And it's like, you've had some fluctuation with your roster all year. Like your roster has constantly been in flux. There's been no set identity thing to me. Like they had Pierre Engvall there till the trade yeah. deadline. Like, but no, but since the trade deadline, they've really established it. And it's just like, like I, you got to limit mistakes in these playoff series, man. I've watched Alex Galchenyuk throw pizzas, sure. not looking. I've watched Travis Dermott try to do a spin move. He's tried, tried to watch Travis Dermott do a spin move at his own. Like, I've seen turnovers. I've seen dumb crap. And these games just mean too much, man. It's yeah. just the stakes are too high. And you laid it out in your point about him. Like, like you said, these games have meant nothing. Yeah. They have meant exactly nothing. I and just don't know gonna, why that mentality would change from you from game one to game two. What I'm saying is, is like you well, either no, after the loss. That's what yeah, I'm thinking. That, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense that now if you lost a game. Well, you don't the change st- the lineup when you win. That's the thing. If you lose a game, the mm-hmm. stakes are higher in the following game. You need to win it even more. So if you've decided in game one that this is your best lineup and you lose, and then mm-hmm. you turn to a lineup that you think is worse I think you're actually admitting a mistake as a head coach. I think you're admitting a mistake as a fan base. To me, there's no logic to that move. That's an illogical decision that you're making. So I'm saying go with your guns and go with the move that you think best puts you in a position to win. If they which feel not having not them in nice, there. which if they yeah. feel it's not nice, I'm fine with. It's not a hill I'm going to die on because, again, there is a case against him. 
I'm just saying that to me, the three games that I've seen, mm-hmm. it seems to me like there's a stronger case for a team that has been dying for secondary scoring for the for the, its entire existence as a playoff team with this group, that they finally have this kid who looks like he's ready and to chip in potentially some offense down the bottom six. I, I'm into it. I think you can cobble together the eight minutes a night that you need and have a little bit more offense with this team, knowing how much of a defensively built team they are from basically top to tail. So yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Um, okay. Right. Actual, actual rapid fire time. Um, uh, damn, I forgot one last thing, uh, which is the other thing, which is who's your sixth defenseman for me. It's Luke Shen. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Lilligren scored a goal tonight. It's the ugliest goal of the year, but congrats. A goal, a goal fit for this game, but yeah, but it's Shen. I, I, yeah, that's going to piss people off. But it, not, well, then, not 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 the not the not the the uncles, but there's going to be a certain faction of Leafs Nation that is not a big cares. fan of that move. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Who cares? But it's yeah. going to be Shen. Shen Shen is bringing something that is going to be more important for them in that series, and mm-hmm. he's going to have potentially some frustrating moments. But so would Lilligren. And if you're talking about ways you can't lose, you could not lose with having Lilligren on the ice with Morgan Riley thrown in not being able to clear a guy from in front of the net somebody banging one in off in front of Samsonov that that to me is like the ugliest outcome that you could have for a goal um all right uh some nice hand eye from Ryan O'Reilly today is really spectacular unbelievable play that he like he hit it over his shoulder back over the net and got it on his stick his hand eye is ridiculous dude that guy like when he retires he's gonna do something like pickleball or something and just be like he's gonna be the goat well, yeah, he's gonna be the goat. <laughs> yeah, like whatever racquetball sport he yeah. decides to pick up in his retirement, you got to change <laughs> courts if you're in the same league. As like, what a sucky thing! You've been trying to play pickleball or you know squash. They're gonna, ch- they're gonna change the name of squash to O'Reilly Ball because <laughs> he's gonna be so great. He's gonna t- he's gonna be like, what's this all about? <laughs> like it's just gonna be. So how do you play? And then some guy with the goggles who's been going grinding at squash for years is like, yeah, no, that was really fun. Thanks squash for- was squash was hot in the streets in my when I in my youth. Yeah, squash. Amac 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 was a member at the squash club. I used to play a little squash myself. It had a big yeah. minute. I had a friend, a close friend, whose dad lost his eye playing squash because he refused oh. to wear the goggles. <laughs> Oh yeah, Amac yeah. never wore gogs, so he was a bad yeah, boy. No, that's the thing. the The fellas used to it used to be like the chicken move to wear the goggles. <laughs> like now, <laughs> it was literally Jacques Plante of squash. Yeah, dude, straight up would change the whole Yukon squash court system. Was changed anyway. Great guy. So yeah, just like oh, squash. Uh, took took one from the lad. Uh, <laughs> what else do I got? Yeah, well, good. Oh yeah, this is all I got to say about that. Achari, Roy, and O'Reilly Kerfoot. They like that seems like a really annoying line. Yeah, I like, I that, like line. that line. It's just Me pesky. Too. Like yeah. we, you know, Kerfoot's one of the whipping boys. Of the market. The other two guys yeah. are obviously loved completely, but the three of them together, like they created that one goal tonight. And I went, yes, that's the kind of goal that you're going to get where Ryan O'Reilly is able to make a good zone entrance. Yeah. He finds somebody. He intercepts a pass. You can't really clear it out, and then Achari comes flying in and fire poker. Yeah, yeah, he chops one into the back of your net, and you go, "Damn it!" They just—that's a ratty. That's got a—that's a little got a good identity. That line, I like yeah, it. I like, I like that, yeah. that group of three. Yeah. Um, any notes on Connor Timmins' second night as a forward? I did, straight up. I'm not even kidding. He played. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> did you give me Frank of me right now? No. I had zero did, you, idea did, he, did you hear what he said this was this morning? They asked him. Yeah. He was like, what were you feeling when they asked you to play forward? And he's like, 
uh, panic. <laughs> and then they asked him when the last time he played defense was, and he was like, against Tampa Bay. He, he played had, sorry, sorry, he, sorry, when the last time he played forward was, and he's like, against Tampa Bay. He's, he had never played uh, forward in his whole life. That was the first time he'd ever done it. By the way, shout out to uh, uh, my boy Jobo. It was Shalgren was the backup last year. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because Mrazek was still banged up. It was Shalgren, of course. I, dude, Shalgren had a hot minute. Remember he came in, he held the fort for a little while, and I, I, I literally was like, that, no wonder they, no wonder they just had to let Jack Campbell let in a bunch of terrible goals every game. To they couldn't, they had no other way to go. Yeah. Shalgren, that was the guy, dude. Think about how much the net has upgraded this year. Like really? Matt Murray was not worth four and a half million bucks on the cap. I think that's no. fair to say. Just. Yeah. They got a third round pick. <laughs> yes. The not. gamble, the ga- the Samsonov gamble is a one of the feathers in the cap of Kyle Dubas. Like we, I know you can sit here and look like an idiot after the playoffs, but like for this regular season, the games we've been talking about, that was an incredible gamble. The Matt Murray yeah. one? Uh, no. The Matt Murray yeah. one was actually pretty disastrous. Like, yeah, like dude, four and a half really gone worse. You think of how they could have used that money this mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Four and a half mil. It's not yeah. a, that's not it well. nothing like, and in retrospect a, and in retrospect, which is Mr. Captain hindsight here, he was floating around the, you know, kind of being hurt at the trade deadline. There was conversations about him, maybe a little LTIR action that four and a half wouldn't have hurt anyways. Yeah, no, Murray was, uh, I think the bad story of the season. Yeah. Um, unfortunately yeah, was solid for a little stretch, but yeah, ultimately four and a half like a million. month. He was yeah. really good. I think it. I think that there's a strong case that it's actually Dubas's. It, it goes down as potentially Dubas's worst move. Like it's way worse than Nick Ritchie. Like it's the same amount of time. Like they were still able to, although they did have to trade a second to get off Ritchie anyway. Um, and by the way, too, like someone DM me today was talking about. I was like, uh, <laughs> it is one of the hilarious. Um, the Jared McCann. Do you know how many goals he had this year? He had forty. Yeah, is that good? It's pretty good. Um, I will say, I will say, uh, that he had an absolute shooting percentage bender this year. He was like, his career high was like 12 and he went up to 19 or something percent. So he got really got hot with that. He was always a good player. I don't think he's a, I think what was his career high before that? 25, 26. Like it felt like he would, I don't think he's a 40. No, 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 no. But like, he's a lot better than Kerfoot. That's for sure. And he's a lot more valuable also than Justin Hall. Who was, that was the conversation. It's all or Kerfoot. Hey. I, we're, uh, we're, we're, I, I was trying to think of a witty hall line in, in my half asleep over here and I couldn't come up with it, but I'm, I'm part of hall's army. I like, I like hall. Say hall hogs. Hall hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what that plays. Tom Segura bit. Hall's dolls. Yeah. <laughs> How's that one? Hall's is worst. <laughs> <laughs> is so much worse anyway so yeah we're gonna be up for the playoffs all right so oh, yeah. tell your friends I, tell your family i can't believe the regular season's over it felt like we just started it's crazy that we've been just been Dude. talking into this little camera to my best bud about the leafs for a whole season and now I, it's done yeah i well it's to me this now it's just getting started yeah. This is where it begins. Like, yeah. well, it that was so dark that you said it's done because you go, this is the Leafs Stanley Cup. You just experienced it as good regular seasons. Like, and that, yeah, finishing well, second in the division, not winning any awards, not hanging a division banner, but having a good regular season where the win loss record is great and the analytics look so. Actually, they didn't even have the sick analytics for the second half. 
So can I just say that you know the way that this season ends, unless it's with um, the Leafs lifting Lord Stanley, which God forbid would be pretty exciting. I'll probably be pretty sour at the end of whatever uh, show is the actual real end of Leafs talk. So I just wanted to say like for myself personally, I've just been blown away by the response to this show. Like I, I really never expected it to be like this with the way people have taken it up and reached out to me and sent nice messages and all that stuff. That's some mean ones too, but we'll take all those. I just, I'm really proud of what this show has become and I'm really happy to get to do it with you. I appreciate David Sis helping us, everybody helping us out. It's been a great year, man. I really hope we get a nice long run for the Leafs. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, you know, we ran into some people that watch Leafs talk, obviously, at the Jays game last oh, night. Oh, yeah. So, Shohei? Yeah, sick name. Sick yeah, name. was that his actual, like, was he yeah. punking us? Or, like, that's, like, the sickest handle ever. It's pretty sweet. Although, we're yeah. so old now, guys are probably named after Shohei Itani. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. We are <laughs> old as dirt. Just old man. That's what we were walking through the King West section of the. Oh, God, we're all dude. Tap and go, please. (laughs) (laughs) No lines. Sitting down, please. Yeah. But yeah, no, man. It's been great. It's been really fun. And obviously, like, this is what you do it for, right? Is to, like, this, you know, why people get mad and you why people get mean is because they'd kill to be able to do a show with, yeah, their best friend and just yeah. talk about the Leafs. And we have something that they can never have. That's why wow. they... Uh, I, 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 well, I didn't need to say that. I no, to get mad. They no, get mad at me because I have sour takes, I think, maybe sometimes. No, no, I'm talking about like the real... Like, like me on, like me on Willie Nylander in Game 82. Oh, yeah. I just, no, no, there's fun <laughs> disagreements, obviously. Like you, the, if, when you have opinions, you got to accept the fact that not everybody's going to agree. And then yeah, ultimately, of course. Sports. And yeah. I do think that, yeah, we're way more triggered than we used to be about sports takes. So we'll just like mm-hmm. the online culture, but real life you yeah. meet people and it's like, yeah, yeah. who cares? I was yeah. mean about like the mean stuff. Because for the most part, yeah, your brain is kind of conditioned to take on criticism more than it is to take on praise. Of course. And for the most part, like, yeah, we have a really great audience. A lot of people who have been super supportive of the show. Like yeah. a lot of you watch every night. A lot of you in the comments every single night. Like. Mm-hmm. We read a lot of them. We appreciate all the iTunes and Spotify five-star ratings Absolutely. for those that have gone out and done it. Man, we had audio issues for a lot of this season. Like, you know, we're trying to figure out some of the tech. We've had software problems that were happening, yeah. and a lot of you stuck with us through that. So, yeah, of course we appreciate it. Now we're just ready to – We're humming. We're, we're humming. We're ready for playoffs. Yeah, we're getting – we're we're all tightened up, ready to run. Born. Yeah. Can't yeah, wait, bro. Be great. It's going to be Love Tuesday, you, I think, right? Tuesday. I don't know. I hope Monday because uh, – no, you know, mon- Monday, Wednesday, Friday, maybe. I've gotten some. I've Intel? gotten. Few, I've gotten some people that have been saying Tuesday. That's fine. That's that fine. being said, like what a like whenever I've gotten this, and I'm like, who? How do you know? What do you? Anyway, the, I they want they want Leafs on Saturday night for the first. Yeah, that's why Tuesday, Thursday, gonna Saturday be. is yeah. gonna be the Leafs get. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, All good, bro. We'll talk to you Thank then. You. So subscribe to the podcast, share it, and yeah, we'll see you for game one of the playoffs. The Stanley Cup playoff, baby! Guess what, buddy? Go Leaf Go messages are hot and back in the group chat. It's Go Leaf Go season. The Go Leaf Go text message, the first game. Oh, yeah. That's how you know who's in your life. That's when it means something, (laughs) is who who loves you, you know? I saw, I took Luke... I took Lou Dog for a walk today. I saw two houses with fresh new leaf flags. Mm. Saw a couple of leaf car flags. The Buddy, sun was Bowen out. It was tweet. warm. Pardon? Joe Bowen had a tweet about the car flags. He's like, it's time to put them on. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, yeah Bonesy. Let's go. <laughs> hell yeah, Bonesy. Fire those up. 
dude that's yeah. a hardcore thousands late 2000s move the flag on the car but bring oh, yeah. them back like have them all throughout the city yeah. that's a sick absolutely and yeah. them. anyway yeah. yeah go leafs go uh we'll see you tuesday probably maybe monday leafs talk jd bunker sam mckee shoot us a follow twitter and instagram we'll talk to you soon see ya